Okay. You remember how to do this? Yes. <laughs> it has been a while. I don't know if I remember. You remember. Um, you got to put your phone down. Yeah. Was, okay. Right. I might want to take it off the table in case it buzzes. There you go. All Hold right. On. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Beth. And I'm Stan. And you're listening to Mixed Politics. Well, Welcome to episode 33. 33. <laughs> Yes. Oh, my God. We're on fire. 33. That's Patrick Ewing's number. Oh, my God. Old, old school Knicks fan. Yeah. So We're obviously a little hyped up because we haven't done this in a while. So Yeah. We took a little break. Yes. Matter of fact, how are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. I, you seem more than okay. Like, you seem great. I'm trying to, like, keep it low-key, but I, ha- I got a different job. Oh. And I am so happy with it. Nice. Best career change I've ever made. Best. I'm so excited. I'm. Ha- I love it for you. Thank you. I really do. How are you doing? You can't even ask me that. Yes. You can't. You, well, you've just got exciting things in the works that you can't really talk about now, but you've got Not some even, exciting stuff. I mean, some of them I can talk about. I'm enrolled. I'm yeah. going. Yeah. You know, school yeah. starting. Yeah. That's great. Um, <clears throat> changing my career, and it's not just that. Like. The past seven days have been the greatest seven days of my fucking life. And I, I cannot explain it. I don't know what's going on, but I'm, I'm buckled in. Good. I'm, I'm along for the ride. Happy for you. Uh, I, I didn't know it was going to be like this. No. Oh, of my God. We never do. Yeah. That, you know what? That's resonating with the TED Talk I sent you earlier. Yes. yes where it was, was just like, was you know, good. you have your plan or whatever. Yes. And then something, different. something else happens. Yeah. Exactly. Because I had plans. Yeah. I know you did. <laughs> we all do. But sometimes... Something else happens. Yeah, exactly. So... And it's not that bad. And it, it makes the story better. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so... So now we're here. We're ready to talk. We have an, this fantastic episode, which some might consider we're a little bit behind. Yeah. But actually, in the time that we've taken to try to figure out when we can film this, mm-hmm. new developments have happened. So right. I think this is actually a good time for so us So let, me, let us this. let us tell them exactly what time it is. Yes. This is being filmed the last day mm-hmm. of August, August, mm-hmm. which means it's my mother's birthday tomorrow. Hi, Mom. <laughs> she don't listen to this. We cuss. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. what are you drinking tonight, Beth? I am drinking a, a twist on Malibu Sunset. So, it's um, Malibu, and then I have orange and rosé flavored seltzer. So, it's the spirit of a Malibu Sunset. All right. I'm excited about it. What are you drinking? I'm drinking rum and ginger ale with a splash of lime. Okay. I'm just keeping it real simple. I'm not always rock- that splash of lime. Yeah, I'm not rocking the boat. I'm just I'm doing okay. what I'm I do what I'm what I'm used to, what I know. So what are we talking about tonight, Beth? <laughs> What's going on with Trump and the Presidential Records Act? Oh, we're talking about what's going on with him in the act? Mm-hmm. Not the bunch of shit he stole. <laughs> well, that's all together. And and that's a, it's. we're going to start with what is the Presidential Records Act. And that will, for anybody who's not familiar with it, that will explain exactly why it's related to all the shit that Trump stole. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I have known about the Presidential Records Act for a long time because I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to presidential history. Yeah. Started reading presidential history uh, history books when I was like eight years old, so nerd. But Presidential Records Act was passed in 1978, and it was enacted uh, by the House in, let's see, July of 78, and the Senate passed it in October of 78. 
Jimmy Carter signed it into law on November 4th, 1978. So it took effect in 1981 when Jimmy Carter left office. Mm. Now, this act is a direct result. This is something that people don't talk about. It's a direct result of Richard Nixon's words when he was doing an interview in 1977. I'm going to go into that for a sec in, in just a second. But the act itself is essentially saying that the records that are generated, created by, reviewed by, touched by a president while in office or his staff or anybody attached to the presidency, mm -hmm. those records belong to the people of the United States, not to the president himself. And so everything that is generated, created, touched by has to be sent to the National Archives for archiving. Mm -hmm. And then there is a process by, by which the documents are declassified if they need to be redacted so that no secrets are actually submitted out into the public. Yeah. But then they are allowed to be, I guess the, the public can submit a Freedom of Information Act to get these records if they want them. Yeah, that's happened often oh, where they put, they're often. just like, we need to see what's in this and you petition yes. it. And then I think a judge will pass like, yeah, I we can open. Is it a judge that. or a Congress? I'm not sure. But some, I don't think it's Congress. Some, but. some authoritative body is like, all right, we're allowing yes. this. Yes, yeah. it's definitely not Congress, but an authority will review the FOIA request and say, yes, you can have these documents or you can see them. But this is all done specifically because of Richard Nixon. Now, mm. I think a lot of people who are familiar with the Presidential Records Act know that this is a result of Watergate, the Watergate scandal in 1974 yeah. when Nixon resigned. Well, actually, Watergate scandal started in 1972 when the Democratic National Committee headquarters was broken into during the campaign of 1972. Yeah. So those people were connected to the White House and to the Nixon administration, and he stonewalled any investigation and tried to cover up anything that he knew about that there's still speculation as to whether he actually knew about the, the burglary when it happened but mm. regardless of whether he did or did not know he definitely tried to cover it up oh, he yeah. was actually using taxpayer money to silence people to pay you know extortion money to these people to silence them a, so that it wouldn't it's a goddamn president i know he's the president <laughs> he's sitting in the people's house like this is all messed up so he did all these things and he did not want to hand over any of his documents to yeah. Congress because they were doing an investigation. Didn't want to hand it over to the Department of Justice. He was stonewalling every investigation. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> but there is something so amazing about this. So during the Watergate uh, investigation, the, the public hearings that Congress was holding back in, the, in 1974, mm -hmm. these were public hearings, much like the commission that's happening right now, looking into January 6th. And there's a guy named Butterfield. He was the one who just blew the roof off of the entire investigation because he admitted that there were tapes that were, yeah. that Nixon taped everything. Butterfield, are you aware of the installation of any listening devices in the Oval Office of the President? I was aware of listening devices Yes, sir. He had a recording device in his desk and he would record everything. So Butterfield was under oath and he's like, yeah, they're... The tapes exist. Yeah. And so Congress <laughs> is like, we want those tapes. So the reason this is, this is all related to the Presidential Records Act is because Nixon did not believe he needed to hand those things over. He thought they were his records, they were his tapes, anything that would even come to light mm -hmm. that he didn't want people to know he said nope i'm going to destroy everything you don't have a right 
the Congress and the Supreme Court both said, you need to turn those over because you can't use those things, the, you can't destroy these things to cover up a crime. Now, I'm going to give you guys a little bonus here. Bonus. <laughs> My Love those. favorite story in political history of all time. Because Nixon was asked, and I swear this is all related, and I'm going to bring it back full circle, but I have to detour for just a second. All right. Because Nixon was told to turn over those tapes, he was still trying to find a way to get around that. And so he said, I'm going to hand select somebody from Congress to review the tapes on your behalf, and he will transcribe them for you. And so I'm not hiding anything. Did he? Did he just come out, wake up out of the bed and just... Because that sounds very dumb. It does sound very dumb, but it gets <laughs> really funny. The person that he chose was John Stennis, 72 years old and deaf. I shit you not. <sighs> what? That was his way. Like, the guy was like 75% deaf. He was notorious for being hard of hearing. But a and sitting like, member of he's Congress. He's like, I'm going to have you listen to this shit and write out what I said. Yes. That was Nixon's compromise. And then Congress was like, fuck you. Give us the tapes. And the Supreme Court said, give us the tapes. And so he did. Now, all of that leads up to him resigning in August of 1974. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of years go by. And in 1977, Richard Nixon does an interview where he says, and I quote, when the president does it, that means it is not illegal. That sounds very familiar. Yes, it does. <laughs> so I assure you, if he had mm. not said that in public, yeah. this Presidential Records Act might not exist. Because several years from 1974 to 1978... Because I'm sure there were a lot of opposition to that. That sounds like you're dumb. Yes, yes. This man truly thought he was above the law. Anything that he said or did was automatically legal because he was the president. So it, between 1974 and 1978, nothing happened. Hubert. And then suddenly after he does that interview, yeah. Congress is like, we need a law. We need a We need a law. Because he can't be talking like this. Yes. <laughs> so thank you, Richard Nixon. You led to the Presidential Records Act because of what you said during the interview. Wow. So anyways... This all exists because Congress deemed in the 70s that we could not have another Richard Nixon. We needed to assure that anything that happened in the White House is now public record at some we point. We literally have had three presidents that are worse than Richard Nixon <laughs> since Richard Nixon. I, I just thought of them just off the top of my goddamn head. You want to name them? Reagan, Bush, Trump. Which Bush? Okay, pick. I want to stop. Be, be, to be fair, yeah. to senior, junior was a little bit worse than than senior. I would say it was not junior that was worse. It was Dick Cheney. Dick that Cheney. Was worse. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yes, it was the, I co still, the company I, that he kept. I still have mad respect for that guy, and I know that I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this shit, right? But that motherfucker shot somebody <laughs> with a fucking hunting rifle, and then they apologized to him. I Where you're like, look, I'm so sorry for standing in the way of your bullets when I was... What? Yo, American politics. American politics. Like, when you review it years later, it sounds like we're Russians. Yeah. yeah. No different. No different. It's crazy. American politics wow. is getting whack.
so anyways that is the the history of why we're here and why it's important Mm. the reason i wanted to give that historical context is because when you have a president like donald trump who was literally saying the same thing that nixon was back then yeah i took the documents I declassified them. They're automatically declassified because I took them. If I do it, that makes it legal. Same sentiment all over again. Is, and so, is that is that like your Trump accent? That's <laughs> not Trump. my best Trump accent. I'm trying to not do it, but I did it. Your sort Trump of. impression. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I totally, I totally declassified them. They're mine. Yeah. You know, I don't even know what we're talking about. I do a better Mitch McConnell than a Donald Trump. <laughs> yes. Yes. So. Because of this mentality of mm-hmm. if I do it, that makes it legal. That this this whole story about the FBI coming in. By the way, it's not a raid. There were no doors busted open. Nobody was you know swinging through the windows, handcuffing people. There was a legal warrant, and they searched and they seized according to the Fourth Amendment. And then they left with a bunch of stuff. With a bunch of stuff that in, Trump said he didn't in have a, in a rider truck. Yeah. It wasn't even like. <laughs> Like, they weren't even serious. When they got serious is when they left and they were just like, oh, shit, this is what we found? Yeah. Probably shouldn't have had this in a rider truck. Right. But we could not have imagined that this motherfucker got these things sitting in the goddamn pool room. Exactly. Next to the chlorine cakes. Exactly. And the bromine. Yes. Because the things that they found, and this is so important to the Presidential Records Act, how these things connect, is because there were top secret documents there were also documents marked top secret slash SCI. Mm-hmm. I want to spend a moment talking about what that is because any way you slice this, whether the president had declassified shit or not, mm-hmm. which I assure you he did not follow the protocol because I don't think he even knows what the protocol no is. No individual individual can declassify a document. Exactly. I don't exactly. care who you are. It's not a one person it's not, thing. It's Yes. And and I can and I have receipts to prove that yeah. everything's linked below. I have receipts Lord. to prove that that a person sitting in the Oval Office cannot automatically declassify things. I mean, to be to be honest though, to be <laughs> honest and like weird, mm-hmm. a person sitting in the Oval Office can declassify something by speaking out loud about it to other people who are there. That's. I don't know if that's illegal or just stupid. Stupid. But imagine if you had, imagine if you were president sitting in the Oval Office at your desk, you have something, a folder that's marked top secret, mm-hmm. CSI, whatever. And then you pull it out and be like, well, I'm reading line 13 right here that says, and you shouldn't be doing that. Correct. But then once you do it, it's now out there. It's declassified. Well, that's part of the problem of the Trump presidency is that he would just do shit, do shit without understanding the repercussions of that so let's say that he does actually just speak things into existence they come from a document that document has more information on there that is there's a reason it's top secret or uh, specialized compartmental information there's a reason it's labeled that way because it has secrets it has names it has places it has sources Mm -hmm. for all of this information that is top secret so even if he were to speak something line by line into existence yeah that doesn't mean that the document itself is fully declassified. declassified. Yeah. So, and let's segue here for just a second because I have a link um, in in the show notes below, and this comes from a an actual company that creates specialized compartment rooms. Some of the documents that were taken from Trump's house in Mar-a-Lago were marked TS slash SCI. 
And it's taken the media a while to catch up on this, but day one, when that warrant got released and it got publicized. I don't think it's taken a while for them to catch up. I think they didn't want to catch up. Maybe because it true. makes the fucking office of the presidency look incompetent yeah. if they were to come out and be like, this person took the most secretive of all the documents that exist in America yeah. and had him next to his fucking pool. Yeah. You don't want to be CNN, NBC, ABC, and you're breaking this story because now you've just told yeah. the world that Americans are stupid. Yeah. Well, I think they already know that. But maybe the media didn't want to solidify it. I right. see your point. Yeah. But they, I mean, you and I know. So oh, Tom Brokoff and them, they're his colleagues, they should know. They should. <laughs> but they, they just care about, I don't know, they care about trying to pretend that we're not stupid. But yeah. So anyways, some of the documents that were taken from Mar-a-Lago were marked TS slash SCI. Check my Facebook. Within minutes of this warrant being released, I jumped to Facebook and I was like, y'all. <laughs> TS slash SCI is fucking serious. It is the secretest of top secrets. And it's not just that it's top secret itself. The SCI is specialized compartment. Actually, it's, uh, it stands for secure compartmented information. Mm -hmm. The compartmented information means it can only be reviewed in a secured compartment. A specialized building that is built with specifications that are in, they are insane to me. You have to have certain types of windows. You can't have. It has to be temperature controlled in some spaces, depending mm. on the the climate surrounding. The concrete has to be specific amount of inches thick or mm -hmm. thicker. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. like lead involved, so you can't have like Wi-Fi connection. Yes. Like yeah. It is specifically designed so that people cannot get in only only authorized people can get in mm -hmm. and no documents can get out the walls have to be a certain thickness yeah and you can't it's supposed to make sure that anything that's marked sci is reviewed in that room it does not leave and nobody who's unauthorized can come in to review it no cameras nothing unless no, nothing. it's a unless it's a, a white house photographer and they have permission and you'll notice that you don't see the documents that are on the table right, being right. reviewed. and they're usually far as fuck away very far away so nobody picture. can see it yeah, yeah. only authorized personnel can take pictures and it's usually for posterity so i have linked below and i will put a screenshot up here mm -hmm. on the page of exactly the spec specifications that need to go into this it's called a skiff Specialized ah, compartment. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, secured compartment information facility, a SCIF. Now, SCIFs exist in the White House. They exist in Congress. They exist in any. The Capitol building. The Capitol building, yeah. yes. Now, even some secretaries of state or presidents can have them in their homes, but there is no SCIF in Mar a Lago. If there were, Trump would have said so by now. Ain't no damn SCIF at a, at a hotel resort. They could build one. They build them all the time. So they have structural specifications for the types of doors, the hinges, the locks, electrical for telephones, uh, security systems, electrical systems have to be built to specification to make sure it's completely secure. Ductwork, acoustics, all this kind of shit. There's all a, of this. There's a, oh, the visual, visual part. Design must ensure that no one can see what's transpiring inside from any distance. And so most skiffs are, are for this reason constructed without windows. Yeah. So if you know, Trump wait a second, did we have a, a situation? I want to say last year or the year before there's sometime recently where 
a lot of GOP congressmen took their cell phones into the skiff. Yes. And it was a huge issue yes. because everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing? It was 2018 or 2019. Yeah. Me. I remember uh, that. Yeah. They ordered pizza. Yeah. And they were all like, partying what down the there. Fuck are you doing? They took their cell phones in the skiff. Yes, that was a huge scandal for this very reason. <laughs> yes. I can't remember what it was that they were in there I'm for. I'm trying to. I know. I think they were protesting the impeachment. That and might like, have been it. Yeah. That and that, that was their, their protest. Yes. It was something to do. It was something political. God. I remember that. Yes. And that had to do with, they were in the skiff. Breaking they, down. Yes, exactly. That's why it was a scandal because you're not supposed to have electronic devices inside a skiff unless mm. they're authorized for use of maybe the White House to have like the, the White House photographer or something like yeah. that. So these documents that were, some of the documents that were found in Mar-a-Lago were marked SCI, which means they can only be viewed in a secure location in a skiff yeah there is no skiff in mar-a-lago therefore he is violating the presidential records act period end of story he committed a crime i don't care what you say to defend him i don't care if you like him or if you don't like him he fucking committed a crime because he has these documents outside of his skiff end of story and it's not like it's not like any random person can just take them into a skiff like there's a whole protocol yes. of like checks and rechecks and balances and like yep. the, the trail of who had the document at what mm -hmm. time, when, where, who moved it, where, where was it unlocked, yes. where was it unsealed, who resealed it, yep. you know, and just all of it, all of it. And he just like, yep. just took them in his limo in the trunk and just, mm -hmm. ah, it's such a violation of national security. Our national security is only as good as the secrets we can keep. Yep. And he is out there just willy-nilly handling these documents and just saying, I'm just going to keep this one. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to look at it. What is he doing with it? That's what I want to know. Why okay. does he think he needs it? This brings us to what people have been um, considering and contemplating and debating was the motivation why do you have this to go back to your same question why do you have this why do you want them why do you need them yeah. and i want to start off by let me give let me give some examples like people are saying that it's his and people are saying that he declassified them and these happen under his watch or whatever so whatever yes um that's what they're saying <laughs> yeah. another fucking talking point that they tried to explain away the illegal activity was that and this is so funny to me like i hesitate to speak these words because it makes it sound like i'm dumb because it's coming out of my mouth but okay. so these fuck. are not uh, disclaimer <laughs> not saying these words no this is what i heard watching the tv like y'all watch the tv uh they said he he took work home that man does not take like like home. a teacher takes home like essays to grade and shit or like if you're a fucking programmer or you know you have a presentation to do or whatever and you you took work home so like you know obviously people are working from home we've been in a, in a pandemic whatever I but yeah from home that's all the time that's what one of the excuses that they gave for like he took work home that's not true first of all these this ain't work it's not like you're editing these documents or no. making a fucking pie chart based no. on information that's in it no. that's not work but People have been talking about the motivation. Why did he take this or whatever, right? Why do you think? And before I get into why do I think, I just want to recite two pieces of known and agreed upon facts. Okay. The first is 
Occam's, I think I'm saying it correctly. Mm-hmm. Occam's razor. Occam's razor. Which says that the easiest and simplest reason or solution is most often why. The correct one. Yes. The correct one. The second yeah. piece of information I want to impart to our listeners is a known saying. I can't remember who said it. I was looking at it earlier and it gave me like four different people it's attributed to. But it says, we should never attribute to malice what can easily be explained by stupidity. Yes. I was just reading that quote about two months ago and I also cannot remember who said it. Yeah. But it's, it's a star one. It's a, it's a real good one. Never here. attribute to malice what can be easily explained by stupidity. So people are coming up with all of these whatever and like... The top one, oh, it's another razor? That's funny. Hanlon's razor. <laughs> okay, we got two razors. We can both sides of the beard. Some people are attributing it to Napoleon, but right. I, I don't like, think that's what I was reading it I about. kept seeing all these people, different people, so I, I just, I didn't want to yeah. say who, so yeah. whatever. Well, yeah, we're doing razors. I don't use razors anymore because my beard is nice. <laughs> um, I didn't, I, I wasn't keeping it before, but somebody liked it, and then I started liking it, so now it stays, so God be cool. it. Um, but... These two things together have helped me to surmise what I think is his motivation. Yes. And I, this is just my opinion. This is not something that's... Before like, you say it, I probably agree with your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so some people were saying that... I smell what you're stepping some in. Some <laughs> people were saying that um, maybe he, he, he stole them or he took them because like he wants to sell secrets to our adversaries. And obviously, Russia comes to mind first. Of course. You know, they're just like, maybe he wants to sell our secrets to Russia. Maybe he wants to whatever, whatever. And he wants to sell all of our things to whatever. Yeah. Now, I know half the country thinks Trump is a stable genius. But if you were going to take documents that are top secret SCI mm. and you're going to sell them to China or Russia or North Korea or whatever... You probably wouldn't keep them in your pool room. Right. Which is literally where they took them from. Exactly. So, you know, you would keep them in a place where you would want no one to know that they exist because you're trying to sell these documents right. for billions of dollars. Right. These are not like, these are not $10,000 documents. These are, I'm going to give you half of my GDP. Millions. Yes, exactly. As a country. People pay premium prices for, for this shit. For this information. Yes. You know. Um, very good point. This isn't this isn't who killed Biggie and Tupac. Right. You know what I mean? Although I still would like to know. Yeah. But so not you know, it's not that I don't think he's intelligent enough to make because first of all, you would have to have the most secure channels to reach out to these people to be like, yeah. yo, I got these documents. Right. I'm willing to sell them for whatever <laughs> and I'm gonna need you to come over or we yeah. need to meet somewhere neutral so we can discuss he ain't doing that. He playing golf, he's eating hamburgers, he's like that's that's who he is. So going way complex to be like, This is why he's doing it. Nah, let's mm. keep it Occam's razor. Let's yeah. keep it real simple. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Here's what Myself and other people who have been studying this whole thing have come up with. He just wanted to show off. Yes, yes. It's that simple. Because, and the reason why this makes sense is because he's done this with other things many times. Yes. Apparently, before he was president, whenever you would go up to Trump Tower to have a meeting or whatever, he would, like, your meeting is serious. You're talking about... 
maybe renting a few a few floors out of Trump Tower. Yeah. Maybe investing in some of his properties. Maybe hosting a golf tournament with his name on it. Whatever. You come to top millions of dollars worth of business. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, okay, listen. Before we get to the business, I want to show you something. This is Shaquille O'Neal's shoe. And apparently he has like the left foot of like Shaquille O'Neal's shoe from like his rookie year or some shit. And so they would all like clamor over it like this fucking size 18 Reebok. Uh, you know, like, oh my God, look what you have. This is amazing. And they're just like, and he's, and he's sitting back like, yeah, I'm cool, right? Who wants to fucking touch me? Who wants to touch me? I got Shaquille O'Neal's rookie shoe. Who wants to touch me? But that's not the only thing. Apparently he did that with, he does that with the shoe. And then he has like the fake Time Magazine Man of the Year which, yes, which, which, it's which, totally fake. Yeah, which Time Magazine have come out and said, we've never published any th- such thing ever. Right. But he has one of these completely photoshopped on his wall. And he'll like lead people who come to do legitimate business with him and be like, look at this. You are standing in the presence of this man who was once Time Magazine's man of the year. And if you're not familiar, you know, wherever the hell yeah, you're from, you, you might be like, holy shit, this is, this is that guy. And he's just like, yeah. Cool as shit. Who wants to fucking touch me? You know. So let me take it a step further. Now he's president, right? And he has access to all of this fucking shit. Same shit's happening in the White House. Apparently, when foreign dignitaries, foreign diplomats, foreign heads of state yeah. come to visit the White House or whatever, and it's just like you know, you have the you know, you have to meet um, the, the speaker of the house. You have to meet the vice president. You shake hands or whatever. And then you finally get into, oh my God, I'm in the Oval Office. No matter who you are, yeah. I promise you, if you're the fucking president of Denmark, you come to America and you're in the Oval Office, that's a big fucking deal. It is. You're literally in the most powerful room on it's the true. planet. And while you're taking all of this in and you're seeing bust of Lincoln and bust of Washington and bust of Thomas Jefferson and all of this shit, this guy over here in the corner is just like, hey, got something to show you. Got something to show you. Come over here. I know we came to talk about our bilateral agreement and G7 happening next month, but you got to see this letter that Kim Jong-un wrote me. Yeah. This all uh, makes so much sense. Because he did that. Yes. People have reported that you go into the, the Oval Office and he's like, look at this letter. Kim Jong-un wrote me a nice letter. He said really nice things about me. And it's like, bro, we ain't come here for all that. What are you talking about, my guy? So now that he doesn't have access to those things anymore and he's leaving and he knows he's out, he's like, I need some bragging rights. Let me grab some shit that I can, I can show. And I really believe that that, because like I said, let's not go as deep. Let's not go as deep as he was trying to sell secrets. And to be fair, let me be fair to Trump. Sure. I don't think there's any American on the planet, on the planet, let's go with on the planet, that would come in contact with top secret SCI documents, know what they are. Like you, when you get a top secret folder, it literally says blasted across the fucking thing. Top secret. secret. You can't miss that. Right. right? You come into contact with this. You're not thinking, uh, let me call Russia. Exactly. Because I'm going to fuck 330 million people. Yeah. My family, my friends, my fourth grade school teacher, whatever, whatever. For whatever amount of money I might get, I'm going to be in the history books as the man who fucked America. Usually, those people, I I guarantee you, anybody's in that situation, they're doing this. Yeah. 
they're looking over their shoulder to see to make sure nobody is looking at them. They, you're right. They are not thinking of what am I going to do with this. Yeah. They're looking at am I going to get caught with this? Because I'm going because if I get caught with this, I'm getting shot. Yes. You don't live. You, you don't. Live. What? You disappear. Matter of fact, you never even existed. You just wipe away your existence. It's true. It's over. Like I don't. I That's mean, the fact that he facts. was the fa- yeah, the fact that he wasn't he, he isn't ex president is why he's not dead. Yes. That's the only reason why true. he's not dead. Anybody listening to this, me, Beth, whoever, if you had, if you were holding one of those things by, exactly. by, by, by tomorrow night. You do not live anymore. You've never lived. Yes, you never lived. Yeah, they will. It's erase, over. They will erase your existence. Absolutely true. This is why I'm so frustrated with people who are giving deference to him. I agree with you 100%. We don't know that his intent was to do something nefarious, right. like giving it to Russia. But we do know that that man is very insecure and he has a very fragile ego. And any bragging rights he can get yep. is exactly 100% what, a, what a, a, a narcissist will do. A narcissist with tiny hands and a mushroom dick. Like, I mean, we can keep going. Yeah. But, you see what I'm saying? It's definitely an ego You need the bragging rights. So I agree with you. It is Occam's razor. It is far more probable that he is actually just using it for bragging rights. Yeah. That he is intending to actually sell to China. It to like, sell no, it. Because, no. Yeah. You, you can't be that. First of all, also, you can't be that and then run for president again. That ain't it. That ain't it. it. He's not trying to do nothing bad with it. He just didn't understand. You can't use these Bregan rights. Right. And to that point, the whole reason he's running for president again is because he, he actually has not declared, and there's a reason he has not declared. Mm-hmm. He is grifting people right now. Yeah. So he, he wouldn't want to declare running for president after doing all this kind of stuff. So if he if he was if he were going to make money by selling these things to Russia or to China or to anybody else, mm-hmm. he would be making so much money he wouldn't have to dangle that carrot out there, uh, campaigning as if he might run for president yeah. one day. He'd be sitting pretty in Mar-a-Lago right now or in Bedminster Golf because, Course. Because because the just be like because deuces. the people who are who would buy such information mm-hmm. are paying cash way much more. And cash, yeah. Like it's not like you're you're getting a a plane is being flown over. Yes. With with briefcases. Yes, exactly. Raw he cash. wouldn't need to be running for president right now, no. doing all these rallies, pretending like he's running for president. So yeah, what you said makes a hundred percent sense. I know. I've been thinking about this. Yes. It's crazy. Yes. Exactly. So you have people who've been defending him. On TV, on, you know, whatever. And they've come up with all these talking points. I think we touched a couple of them before. Mm-hmm. Um, saying that, you know, he's declassified them. Or um, mm-hmm. the deflection was lovely. The biggest deflection was just amazing. That Obama took 13 million documents. That is the most ridiculous thing. You want to know what happened? 13, you want to say 13, what happened? No, I, knew what, I know what happens. Yeah. But 13 million? So the agency that is in charge of presidential records. The National Archives. As soon as that was said, they came out on Twitter, on TV, on whatever, and they're like, not true. <laughs> Obama didn't take jack shit. We have an office where we keep things in Chicago, and that's where about a third of the documents are. He didn't bring them over there. We went and got them, and we're not telling you where they are, and we have them stop lying. 
And the reason they're in Chicago to begin with is because that's where his presidential library is going to be. So any of the documents that are there being held by the National Archives mm -hmm. is there on reserve to be put in his presidential library when it's finished being Here's done. the next part of it, though. None of those documents, and they came out and declared it completely. Right. None of them are top secret. Exactly. None of them are SCI. And, right. It's just regular shit that you can go pick up anyways. And and there is a process for that anyway. Yeah. Let's say there were there were something that Obama wanted to have in his presidential library that was at one point top secret. Mm -hmm. It goes through the process of declassification. I'm going to come back to declassification in just a few minutes because I want to finish on the GOP talking points, but I will go in depth into the classification process. Yeah. And it goes through the process, but those things are redacted. So if there's anything yeah. in there that might still maybe need to be classified, they can still be given to the presidential library or to the former president or to anybody through the National Archives. However, comma, they are redacted all the... Heavily. Yes. Now you can't even redacted make sense of this Before paragraph. handing it over. So even if Obama has something that's top secret, it's fucking redacted. They, they came, I don't remember what program it was. It was one of those night programs and one of the people from the National Archives was just like, yeah, ain't no top secret documents and none of that. Mm -hmm. So, but that, but that's, that's, that's their playbook though. Always deflect, 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 Always deflect. Obama, yeah, Hillary. Like, Obama has 13 million and it's like, where, where you think he keeping them in, in his house in Brooklyn? Like 13 Wait. million, my guy? Yeah. Where, where you think 13 million pages are kept somewhere? Stop and it. Can we talk for a second about how the story kept changing from Trump when this whole thing went down? Yeah. First, he didn't have anything. Yeah. Then, and I may, this, I may get this out of order because it's hard to keep track of all the fucking lies he tells because all the time. Because of the gish gallop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, first, they, it was illegal. They, they weren't going to find anything. He was cooperating with the FBI uh, and with the National Archives. Mm -hmm. And then they, they took documents. But he wants them back because they're his. And then they planted the documents because they didn't actually have anything there when the FBI showed up. Yeah. So the documents are now planted. Yes. The documents by are the planted. FBI. And it, the funny but thing he is, wants them back. it wasn't even just him like talking like these points. It was actual senators yeah. or, uh, or congressmen. Uh, Matt Gates was saying some shit. Rand Paul was saying some shit about, you know, well, I don't know, the, the, the FBI could be planting documents. Like, the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Now, I'm not, look, this ain't Opalaka police. Right. This is the FBI motherfucking eye. Like, right. they flew in on private jets, took jurisdiction, and was just like, I'm going to need everybody else to back the fuck up. We're doing right. this. Right, right. Those people came through and like planted weed right. in the car, right. like plant evidence. Right. Like, come on, my guy. There's so much chain of, of command and paper trail in what they're doing and signing off or yes. whatever. You can't just like, can you imagine somebody like an FBI agent with like a bunch of folders like, with this camera. Right. Oh, look what we found. Well, there's, oh. <laughs> there's cameras. That's the thing. Yeah. There are cameras everywhere. And I assure you, if anybody had been planting evidence, Trump would have released those tapes to the public by now to prove that point that they were planting evidence. And there's been nothing. Yeah. Now, the fact that these people are out there backing up these accusations from Trump on his Truth Social account. Yeah. Oh, and and, and giving breath to this is really sad because these people know better mm. they know better because they are part of this process they create laws they have redacted information that's yeah. given to them in a skiff 
They have unredacted information given to them in a SCIF. They know they're not supposed to take these documents outside of the SCIF. They are part of this process. And they are just misleading the public like they always do because it's like they know the majority of the public is dumb or just ignorant. Maybe not dumb, but ignorant. They don't know. Ignorant. And then they they play on this ignorance all the time. Always. Just to get a rise and for political expedience or whatever. And it's like, come on, my guy. It's really sad because they also have embarrassed themselves, including Trump's lawyer who was on site the morning of when the FBI came in. Yeah. Because I can't, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she went and did an interview with Laura Ingram where she said that she wasn't shown the warrant. Now her signature is on it and there's a (laughs) timestamp. There's a fucking timestamp on it. So you can't tell me that she was just dumb. Yeah. She knows she's lying, but she's lying to cover up the lies from Trump. She's trying to give credence to his lies to make people just kind of brush it under the rug and move on. Unfortunately, there are receipts for everything. So they're just embarrassing themselves. Like, I don't know why you would do that. Like, you you know that you put your signature on a thing. You know it's there. I don't understand why you would just like, you know. And then, and then, so you have other people. I don't think I don't think many congressmen, but just the talking heads, whether it's Fox News or Truth Social or OAN or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck, they're just like, yeah, he declassified them. And I know we've gone through that already. And where it's like more in one too. one individual can't declassify a document, yeah. but like these are the talking points that they're trying to use. <laughs> um, that they didn't find anything. The raid the raid was illegal. It wasn't a raid. Um, that the FBI planted evidence and. You know, that just is just absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's insane that they are spending any time on this. I mean, if you yeah. want to be on the right side of history, tell the truth okay. and make obse- objective observations of what's going on. Yeah. So for the people who are going to say, I never saw the warrant. I saw your signature on it. There are receipts for it. So you can't tell but me not that, to believe that is not eyes. even the discussion. Like if they go to court, like the judge is going to be like, is this your signature? Yes. Yeah. Next topic. Exactly. We don't want to, we're not going to talk about whether you saw it or not because you signed it. We're done. So the GOP talking points are really just sad. Very sad. Defending somebody who's indefensible. And I really, I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen over the next five years. The regular people, and I'm not going to call any names, but the regular people who are always defending the fucking GOP have got, like, the regular people with some iota of sense. They're all missing from social media. You know who the fuck I'm talking about. I know who you're talking about. You, yeah, I'm talking about you. You haven't been on social media. And I, I do want to hear what you have to say, sir. Some people. Yeah. Are... So so come back. Come back and tell us about the, the president that you voted for stealing <laughs> top secret documents. I, Stainton, want to hear your opinion. <laughs> you know who you are. So let's talk about the classification for just a second. More in depth. Trump is talking about automatic declassification that happens. Automatic? Automatic. Get the fuck out. That word was used? I don't know that he actually used that word in particular, but mm. that's the sentiment oh, that's going okay, on. Okay, that okay, okay. Some people who are just on, dying on that hill of defending <laughs> Donald Trump. Just bless your heart. Dying on that hill of defending Donald Trump by saying, well, but when he left the White House with them, they were automatically declassified by proxy because just by he leaving. had them. Oh. Just by crossing that threshold, they're oh. automatically declassified. Okay, that's just on, its, on the surface is dumb. 
But they, let's they, humor that. They literally that. made that up. Oh, well, I can see where it comes from. It comes from the mouth of Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. It's made up. It's made up. But I'm going to put something here on the screen, a couple of different screenshots, because mm. I think it's important that we understand. This is from the Department of Justice and the actual clarification of how declassification works. If you automatically declassify something, it's determined by the date or the event in which the original authority deems it classified. What that means is, back to our earlier point mm. about how the president can ask for something to be declassified, but there's a process. That process has to include the original authority that said this information had to be classified in the first place. Right. So let's say it's about nuclear secrets. That means the EPA has to fucking... The Department of Energy. Yeah. And the Department of Justice. They're the ones that, that, that hold this. And there's actually restricted data is usually, it's kind of, it goes back to the 1950s mm -hmm. related to atomic energy. That's why the Department of Energy is kind of looped into the nuclear right, stuff. Right. Because back in the 1950s, the Department of Energy was involved in atomic secrets and everything. So anything that's related to nuclear information, the Department of Energy is who originally decides what's classified and, and what's, what's not. Yep. So if the president decides that they want to declassify something, he can't mm -hmm. just wave a magic fucking wand and make it happen. He can't just say, the I speak, therefore it is. It means it has to go back to the Department of Energy and they can agree or disagree. Your impression is getting better as we drink more. Because I'm trying this time. <laughs> I swear I do a better Mitch McConnell yeah. than a Donald Trump. So the, the other part of the automatic declassification... So I, let me just put a fine point on that. You can't automatically declassify something unless the president himself or herself has originally been the authority that deemed it classified in the, in first, the first place, race. which usually doesn't happen. Because the president can't just decide by himself to classify something. Right. He can make a recommendation. Right. But you can't just be like, I'm classifying this. Yeah. And then it happens. Right. Which means that the same way he can't say, I'm declassifying right. this. And it happens. Exactly. So I'm just going to leave that little door open just a crack to say, if in the future at any time the president themselves determines something's classified, then they could automatically declassify it by virtue of walking through the threshold outside of the Oval Office and just carrying it with them, you know, stuffing it in their pants like Scooter Libby did. So if we say that it is not automatically declassified, there is a process. The process also includes a time frame. So mm -hmm. unless otherwise stated, according to the Department of Justice, the time frame is usually 25 years. Something is classified unless there is an exception to that rule for the purposes of trying to keep some uh, sources or people or information secret for longer. Yeah. Then 25 years after it's classified, that's automatically declassified. Mm -hmm. So it's not been 25 years since President Trump has been in office. Nothing about this makes sense if you try to say he automatically declassified something. It really does help to actually research things mm -hmm. from primary sources. Like, we're here to help inform you, but I'm going to link show notes that will actually give you primary sources. Because our purpose is yeah. to educate you, but actually trust that you are going to take this information and research it on your own. We give primary sources. So, I'm talking about Joe Rogan. Like, Joe Rogan is not going to be your source of information that's worth shit. So, so you're going to, I just, I, when I, when we were preparing for this, uh -huh. um, one of our Patreons actually had given some 
uh, how can I put this? Okay, so let's just say this outright. Okay. Correlation is not causation. Correct. And we know that here at Mixed Politics. Correct. But when everything was going down, I, I got to scroll too far to find it. So I'm going to just mm. surmise. And he, know, he knows what I'm talking about. Rayon, shout out. Thank you for being a Patreon for over a year. Yes. That's our guy. That's our fucking, yes. that's our dude. He was saying at the time when everything was coming out, he was looking at another situation and saying, I wonder if these two fucking things are connected. Hmm. So when they had the the warrant and they went and got the documents and they found out that all these top secret documents were in there and the SCI and whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. he pulled up a bunch of articles about CIA operatives and um, what do they call again when they're overseas doing spy shit? Um, assets. Yes. CIA assets literally dropping like flies overseas. Yes. You remember that happening last I year? I remember it happening in 2019. Right. And so he was saying, wait a motherfucking minute. What if the documents that they found is related to the fact that all of these assets, and it was not just like one or two countries. It was a number of countries, Middle East, Africa, Asia, whatever. Yeah. Like assets were just found with bullets in their head. Exactly. And it was just like, the, it got so bad that the FBI, the F, not the FBI, the CIA started mass recruiting to replace because, yes. and it was, and so he was just like, I, like I said before, Correlation is not causation. And but I know this is out on the World Wide Web and y'all going to hear like we said it. No, I'm not no. saying that. I'm just saying that we don't know what's in those documents. Exactly. But the time frame correlates with the fact that we got a bunch of secret motherfuckers dying. Yes. Well, this goes back to 2019. And so, again, you should not be getting your education from podcasts, but we are actually giving some information for you to then take yeah. and actually go to find primary resources. Go to find... Um, extemporaneous notes, information. So I say go back to 2019 when there were some of these these events happening where Trump actually was just kind of walking around with some of these secure documents where they had gave sources. Literally, matter of fact, I'll just read it. Does it say 2019? Um, it, this one oh, was a 2021 okay. article. But I'll just read it because like I said, that's our guy. He, he pays for extra and whatever and we love him to death so he says last october the cia put out an urgent notice to agents that a large number of informants and assets had been captured and or killed in the past year at the time they blamed recruiting practices but what if it's a it's a solid question we don't know the answer to but what we can say is that there are implications to having top secret information (laughs) with sources and methods yeah now you might be hearing that phrase a lot mainstream media they talk about sources and methods that means when we have information people that work for the fbi and the cia they are experts and they're heavily trained in how to to get information from people through interviews through Mm -hmm. observation i mean they're heavily trained people and so if you have top secret information that's outlined in a document that is on paper and somebody who is unauthorized reads that if they're also heavily trained like somebody that used to work for the KGB, kgb They would read that information (laughs) and they could extrapolate from that verbiage the sources of getting this information and the methods by which they got the information. Sources being, they maybe actually be humans. They could be drones. They could be computers, whatever. But the sources could include humans. Yeah. 
that are out there trying to get information and bring it back to the United States or to transmit it somehow mm-hmm. secretly to the it'll, United States. And more than likely, it would have like this person's location, at mm-hmm. least at least at the, the, the country level. Maybe not city, street, or whatever, but we like, wait, this motherfucker is a CIA operative? Right. Kill him. Some identifiable information that could lead back to the... And those people are working to actually keep America secure. So if you think that it's just nothing to worry about, that sources and methods could be compromised, then you're actually working in opposition to the national defense of this country. And you yeah. can't say that America is the greatest country on earth if we can't actually keep our people safe. If we're we can't, trying keep, to keep, if we us can't safe. keep the military safe, we can't keep our assets safe. We can't, that's ridiculous. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. So I thought, I'm sorry, I, I know you were going somewhere else with that, but I, but I yeah. thought that was very important. Plus, plus also, we got to int- include our Patreon people. Of course. Because he made that connection. Yes. I'm, I think it was like either Friday night or Saturday night, I was out, and we, like literally, I was out right. partying, and he's texting me. He's just like, bro, have you, have you put these two together? And I'm like, let me sit my drink down for a little bit. Yeah. What you mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's a valid question, because back to 2019, when, when Trump was meeting with Vladimir Putin... And he was requesting, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there were times when he was meeting with foreign dictators yeah. and he was not having a translator. Right, he was the only one in the room. Yes. You, back then I was wondering, that's suspicious. <sighs> suspicious. What is he doing? And so now if we're talking about he has these documents he's not allowed to legally have. Yeah. And they're just willy-nilly sitting around. They're not secured Isn't like they needed suspicious? to be in a skiff. It, it is suspicious. And so I'm not going to try to be like Tucker Carlson and be like, I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. But what we're saying is there's more to the story than just a binary choice of Trump is innocent or Trump is guilty. There's so much gray area in here. And what I'm asking for all of you guys to do is to think critically about the people that we have in office. Because I know that you might think this guy is great because he gives a middle finger to the libs. That's not enough. Yeah, that's not the highest this, standard. This motherfucker could, could be compromising assets we have overseas, endangering all of us. Could, there's could... military secrets. There's nuclear yes. secrets. There's a bunch of things that are top secret. There's there's what government we're trying to topple and what you know person we're trying to kill. Yeah, all of that's in there. Our, it, all of that's top secret shit. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Our national defense is only as good as the secrets that we can keep. And if we can't we can't have top secret shit in the pool room, my guy. Exactly. Next to the fucking wet clothes and the bikini. <laughs> I don't want to see Trump wearing no trunks. I still. So, <laughs> there are some exemptions to the automatic declassification. Let's say something is declassified after 20 years automatically. There are exemptions, and I'll put them on the screen again. Because we are here to help educate y'all, and we're not going to say this shit without bringing receipts. Yeah. So one exemption is 25X1, anything that reveals confidential human sources, like we were just talking about. That's an actual exemption to the automatic declassification of documents after 25 years. Yeah. That is how secret we want to keep can, our sources. They can come still find that motherfucker. Exactly. That person may still be alive. They may still be working for the CIA or the FBI. So sources are very, very serious, and we need to keep them secret. And so if something is to be declassified after 25 years, there's a process to say, yeah. hold up, that's not declassified because that person I've, still works I've for seen us. such documents yeah. that have been declassified because I'm 40. So the last set 
would have been around when I'm 15. Okay. Right. And I've yeah. seen such documents. And even the ones that are declassified redacted. are still heavily redacted. Yes. Like you're looking at them, you're like, I can't make heads or tails right. of this because right. you're not giving me all the information. That's right. And you shouldn't. That's right. Why the fuck would you? And that's also, <laughs> and that's also why some of the people who are ride or die for Trump are really upset that the that the details of the, the affidavit that was signed that specifies exactly how they got to getting the warrant for yeah. the search and the seizure of, of documents at Mar-a-Lago is heavily redacted. I'm sorry, that's, but that's you can't normal. you can't call yourself a patriot and say that you're upset about the redactions on that page. And I am so sick. No, that, shit is, was, that shit was heavily redacted too. There's like yes. one line that you can see. Black lines matter. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. So uh, those black lines are there for a purpose. <laughs> what did you just do, man? Black okay. lines matter. Okay. <laughs> so, um. So those lines are there for a reason because you can't, I'm sorry, but you cannot call yourself a patriot and say that you are entitled to know what's behind those black lines. And I, I'm just going to get on my soapbox for one second. Le I'm going to level with you real quick. And I'm fully fucking serious about this. Our justice system is designed so that we have an innocent until proven guilty process and things take time, investigations need to happen, mm -hmm. and all T's need to be crossed, all I's need to be dotted. You may want to know information, but this shit that people say that they're entitled to know shit has nah, got to stop. Nah. You are not entitled to anything in an ongoing investigation because that actually compromises the, the integrity investigation. of the, the investigation. investigation. And we've been through so much of that. The fucking yes. Mueller investigation, yes. the January 6th or whatever. January 6th committee. Y'all need to chill the fuck out and let yeah. people do their work. You may want to know information, but you are not entitled, entitled to, to any know anything. Because I'm telling you, even after 25 years, I've looked at top secret redacted information. Like, I think, I remember what it was. Like, I think it was a, a bunch of stuff about Area 51 or whatever. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. And like, you still, like, you look at it, you're just like, I haven't learned anything. Right. Exactly. Because... <laughs> Now, you may be upset that you don't have access to the information, but I've seen a lot of people on right-wing media, left-wing media, all of the things in between, say, we demand to know. You don't demand shit from the Department of Justice. And actually, if you do, if you do try to go through that process of it feeling entitled and actually acting upon that entitlement to demand yeah. information in an ongoing investigation, you are actually really not a patriot. Because that goes against the Fourth Amendment. That goes against everything in our justice system that was design designed by the Constitution. So you can't fucking call yourself a patriot if you're going to demand an active investigation be handed over to you so you can appease your ego. That just that just reminds Rant me of, that just reminds me of everything that we've talked about since this podcast got started. You have all these people who are just like, well, that's unconstitutional or whatever. It's like half the shit you're saying is unconstitutional. Right. It's not even in the Constitution. Have you read it? Exactly. They literally hand this out to you in Washington. It's like a pamphlet. Like it's this yeah. big with like three pages. Exactly. You can read the whole constitution. I've said this before in 20 minutes. You're not reading it and you're saying like just to segue yeah. into our next fucking topic, the whole um uh Student loan student forgiveness thing. Yeah. And I saw this lady online was just like, this is unconstitutional. Bitch, you think student loans is in the constitution? What? Yeah, that's going to be our next episode. Look Man. forward to that. Yeah. So, 
Yes. Um, let me make sure I didn't want to have anything else about this um, automatic declassification. Um, yeah, basically, it's just not that simple. Trump cannot declassify anything because there is a process to it. And even if it were to be automatically automatically declassified, it doesn't happen for 25 years. So after the fact. After it. After it was classified. After it was classified. Not even after the fact. After it became classified. Yes. Yeah, do you want to touch on the GOP hypocrisy real quick? I mean, it's kind of evident the hypocrisy. I can't even. Happens, like, I, can't, I want to, to be honest with you, yeah. and be honest with the people who listen to this, and we love you to death. I kind of want to, but it just, it sounds almost like an oxy, not an oxymoron, like a redundancy. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's like the yeah. GOP is hip, is hypocritical. Really? Duh. I is it, know. is it we Tuesday? I mean, yeah. All right. So <laughs> the FBI, for, you know, I'm going to wrap it up in one minute. Okay. The FBI went in. Search, served the warrant, got it signed, everything, whatever, whatever. And they're like, this is outrageous. Blah, 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 blah. Defund the FBI. Bitch. Yeah. Aren't y'all the party of back the blue and blue lives matter and yeah. law and order. And oh, but, but when the law and order is coming for your dude is defund the FBI. Yes. Which is, I find, like, the hypocrisy is right there. Yes. When George Floyd and, you know, um, pretty much everybody else. Breonna Taylor. Bre everybody else. And everybody was calling for the demilitarization of the police. Yes. And the defunding of police departments. And right. we're like, police don't need tanks. Right. We need to defund them and put more money into social services, social welfare, whatever. Exactly. Defund the police. All the GOP was just like, What? Well, the next time a fucking crackhead comes to rob you, you don't you get to call 911. But when they have an executed warrant against your dude, you want to defund the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Have you ever looked up the word hypocrisy? Right. Because you're living it. Your life is hypocritical. You can't be like, no, we're not defunding the police because we like when they kill black people. But when they raid Trump, defund the FBI. Mm -hmm. Make it make sense, my guy. You can't. You can't make it make sense. Make it make... I, uh. This is why people who... People make the mistake often of leading with their political affiliation oh and then taking an action that aligns with that political affiliation. I am not affiliated with any party. None of them matter enough to me for me to give up all of my integrity to follow them. I lead with yeah. with what makes sense. I lead with facts. I lead with objective. I can't I can't believe they executed a search warrant and the entire conservative community is like defund the FBI. It doesn't make sense. We need to have law and order, and the party of law and order should be should be in favor of law and order, and that's exactly what's happening here. So, because I, I don't know, I I don't, you, I think the problem is maybe it doesn't seem like hypocrisy to them. And I'm gonna go I'm gonna go back to Occam's razor. Yes, here's the simplest explanation. Yes, a lot of them still believe that he is the rightful president. So how dare you execute a search warrant against? a sitting president of the United States of America, True. the rightful place holder or whatever. That is what they so think. it might be that they're having cognitive dissonance where yes. they're, yeah, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know what? I'm trying to help y'all out. So it doesn't seem like y'all are hypocrites. Maybe, so instead of being hypocrites, you're just not that smart. I don't think it's a matter of smart. I think it's the Scientology effect. Go on. Um, I believe that people who, 
I mean, a lot of us can look at Scientology and say it's a crock of shit. It was created by a guy who wrote science fiction and he just was extracting money from people and manipulating them into giving their money, their time, their energy, everything. These people abandoned their family. So you can't look at a person like that and say, this is all bullshit. Yeah. They're not going to buy that it's bullshit right away. They're going to eventually over time realize it's bullshit, but it's going to be a very bitter pill to swallow slow burn. because they have given their time, their money, mm. their families, emotional investment, their emotional investment in this. And for, for them to admit that they were wrong to yeah. believe something is going to admit that they were so ignorant and so manipulated that they yeah. sacrificed all of those things for a fucking lie. And that's why it's very difficult for people to look at this and say, I can't believe that Trump would be guilty because that would mean that I would have been duped for the last six years. And it's hard. So, I get it. So let's, let me end it on this note from our Patreon again, Rayon. He loves this saying, it is easier to fool someone than to convince someone that, that they, they have, have been, been fooled. fooled. <laughs> it's very Beth, true. tell these people how they can reach us. Well, you can reach us on all major platforms. So you can find us on, on Twitter, on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. And, you know, we're here on YouTube. Anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to us. Give us a thumbs up or a like or however you do it on whichever platform. Mm -hmm. Because it, it really helps us to, to, to get the exposure. But also, we want to have... Um, more people who are invested in this channel because it's it helps, important. It helps the dialogue too. It does help the dialogue and it also helps people to just kind of think critically and to get outside the box and to think differently because, you know, we're not affiliated with political parties here. So we don't have an investment in the Democrats or the Republicans. No. We just want people to be able to kind of think outside the box a little bit. So, but we are also on Patreon and he's going to tell you about that. Right. And if you want to be a Patreon subscriber like Rayon, our number one Patreon subscriber. <laughs> Man, that guy's awesome. Yes, he um, is. You can go to patreon.com slash mixpolitics uh, where we give back to you and you give a little bit to us. Uh, Patreon has provided us with, you know, payment for our streaming services, mm -hmm. for our uh, distribution, for whatever. And that's where all of that money goes. Like, none of us, neither of us are driving Ferraris yet. No. <laughs> Not off this, at least. <laughs> um... But yeah, you can get t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get different merch, you can get signed stuff by us, you can come hang out with us, you can go to dinner with us. I mean, depending on the level of your investment into this program, you will go out for dinner with you and you can be a part of this show. We need a bartender. We still do need a bartender. Yeah, I'm, let me just stop right there because I'm getting drunk and it's, it's going to get bad. So, patreon.com slash mixpolitics, we'd love to have you. And yes. to all of our... Analysts, pundits, and, and experts, experts, you wonderful apes. Cheers. Thank you for sticking it out with us. Appreciate you. Now, as, as we're winding this down, we I have did, to tell we you. did that in one take. What? Yeah, I have to tell you one thing. When you were talking about the CIA, mm. I started laughing, and I should probably mention I was not laughing about what you said mm. about the CIA people who were being killed. Oh, I was yeah. laughing because you said the phrase, wait a motherfucking minute. I have a friend who absolutely loses it every time you say that. You say that I didn't know that was a thing. I keep doing it. It's not the first time. You're right. You're right. Okay. He, he actually quoted that back to me in a conversation about a week ago. He was like, hold wait, wait, wait a, a motherfucking minute. <laughs> he loves when you say that. Apparently, is that my that, thing? Is yes, that my shtick? Yes, because it was something you said on a prior episode. Yeah. And he was just like, 
That's the greatest thing ever. Wait a motherfucking minute. Yes. Wait, no, I usually I say it when like I'm serious, like I'm in the moment pondering. Yeah. Where I'm right. like, I haven't thought about and it's happening right now. Give me a motherfucking second. Let me let me make yeah. a sentence out of yeah. this. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was the Roe v. Wade. I think it was the Roe v. Oh, Wade. Oh, okay, okay. The, yeah. So I just had to clarify that I was not laughing at CIA yeah. operatives. Leave being, this in. Yes. Leave this I in. I will. I will. Yeah. So I was laughing because when you said that phrase, I just couldn't help but laugh. Wait. I had to cover my mouth. Because, but that was for you, Kev. I know that you like that phrase. Hey, Kev. Yeah. Be a Patreon member. <laughs> You'll get some more motherfucking minutes. I promise you that. 